Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. There's quite a lot of us today. I do apologise up front for that. But uh, we talk about everything from giant rabbits to well, quite a lot of stuff, yeah, didn't we? Trying really? to retire me off as usual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a bit of Cluedo trying chat. Trying to retire yourself off, as well, we're going to discover. True, yeah. Telling people what dreams you're having. You're giving them ideas. <laughs> well, that's <very> <laughs> no, that's, you know, I'd never yeah. thought of that. Anyway, you'll hear what we're talking and about. And Andy Hamilton, have we mentioned him? Yeah, he was good, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah, Andy Hamilton was very good, yeah. And we had some clips, clips of the midweek from 2006. So here it all is. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Oh, good afternoon, Paul. And, uh, yes, I was going to say that I, I'm very aware now of making mistakes at the top of the show. Really? Because I had this dream yesterday where the boss called me in and said, you're making so many mistakes, you've got to go. <laughs> It's bad, isn't it? Well, that it? could have happened at any anyway, time in the been. last 20 years, I know, it's bad, let's be honest. Yeah. What are you going to do? But those you talked about those quotes from the Greek police, and they yeah. do make you question the whole thing. Uh, there, there is so much about this case mm. that does, isn't satisfactory. You know, they, the police say they were damaged, they were injured in the scuffle, there yeah. were marks and this other. Where are the photos? Yeah. Where are the photos? And where are these two Albanians from the other side who basically... Nobody seems to know about that. They were there. They caused trouble. They they started it all. But where are they? Who are they? You know, the whole case is so unsatisfactory from every single. I'd like side, to see right? Andy Jacobs investigates. <clears throat> Join us live from Mykonos now, Andy Jacobs, and you in your Colombo style <laughs> Mac. I think I'd be terrible. Yeah, I think you probably would be quite bad. Terrible. You'd wind them all up, wouldn't you? I would. Um, Barcelona are pushing for a two-year deal for Lionel Messi. <clears throat> Anything? What's the point? He doesn't want to be there. You can't yeah. force him to stay. If he doesn't want to turn up for training, he doesn't want to be there. I mean, he may still end up there, but, I, you know. The, the word is that this... Because there was a bit of a feeling with this was just a bargaining position to get rid of um, the existing president and get a, somebody mm. that he wanted there, but... It seems more and more it's emerging that he does actually want a bit of a change. He wants out of the club. So, you can't blame um, him, can you, really? He's been there a long time. He's achieved everything he could achieve with him. I think it's time, really. But, you know, I, I hope he comes to the Premier yeah. League. So that's it. Uh, we spoke to uh, Francis Bernali yesterday. Mm. but uh, Who found a, a bomb uh, in his garden. Yes. Yeah. Who, he found a, <gasps> thought he found a rusty tin of beans, said Phil Hind in Norfolk. Mm. He wrote to the Sun. But it could could have turned out to be a bomb. Well, it, it did. Uh, but it could have been a tin of bangers and beans by a well-known company. I don't know what you're talking about, mate. Um, my... Bangers, bombs. He's talking oh, about he used I to see. get sausages and... I oh, know, Andy, you've you've probably never eaten a tin of um, sausages and beans, have you? Not really. Such <laughs> <laughs> a food snob. It's, it's, it's not, not entirely the, my thing. It's not the aisle you go down, is it? No, at, not really. Uh, at, um, and, uh, at, um, Waitrose. Tiger King exotic oddball... Not exotic oddball. Oddball Joe Exotic. I'll get oh, it in a minute. <laughs> 
That's it, I'm out. No, the boss wants you in, sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's calling me. Uh, <coughs> apparently, we the star of this year's Halloween. Oh, Fans of the hit Netflix show already preparing to dress up as the jailed zookeeper. Oh, yeah. And they you know, the thing is, then you'll turn up at a party, if there is a party, we hope there will be, mm. and there'll be six other people dressed as Joe Exotic, so I wouldn't bother if I was you to come up with something else. Uh, Andy, we've had um, a very nice email coming from, uh, if he listens to the podcast, oh, yeah. we normally put this little top section in, so he's probably listening this afternoon, and he has given us a bit of a uh, cool topic oh, yeah. today, actually, inadvertently. His uh, name is uh, Jeff Matthews, oh, yeah. um, he's been a long time listener to the station and the show, and he currently presides in Perth, Western Australia. Oh, wow. And uh, he's, he's told us a few times when the this, this show has him sort of impinged on his life. Once while he was working, he was working on the railways in mm. uh, Australia and uh, he helped a lady get a ticket from a machine at the station in Perth. And uh, she said, well, how much does it cost? And he went, one seventy five. <laughs> he had absolutely no idea why <laughs> he did good. that. And then once, uh, he, before that, and he used mm. to work on the railways and he was, uh, they, they, I think they, a ticket inspector. And some guy hadn't bought his ticket and they asked for his name. Probably mm. put the old, in their case, $20 fine down. And his name was Joe Arkell. Joe Arkell. So he, he went, horse. I mean, you, can't, <laughs> you can't be doing that. In the, anyway, that's not the reason I bring out. Oh, right. Uh, the reason that uh, Jeff got in touch uh, was uh, was to talk about the show and the station. Yeah. But he also said when he lived in Spain, which he did uh, a few years back, yeah. um, he played for the local cricket club where he was, a team called Alfas del Pie. Yeah, yeah, Clive Vedmore reference there yeah. <laughs> uh, for the long-term listeners. Um, he said, um, we had a small league then, which is larger now. We had a fixture list that included Barcelona and Real Madrid. That's amazing. Um, and they I played, never knew this. No, I never knew they had cricket teams. And they played on Real Madrid's training ground and at La Manga. He says, one of my favourite campfire yarns is that I scored against both Madrid and Barcelona's strongest teams in consecutive weeks. So I just wondered if anybody out there has played... Top sporting um, hmm. names uh, at a different sport, maybe that you wouldn't. You no, know, you wouldn't. You probably not play Real Madrid or Barcelona at football, but you know, no. did you have a game of cricket against them? Much like Jeff, maybe, so they've all got basketball teams, haven't they? They have. Yeah, that's, that's, that's quite well common. Cricket, it certainly is. But anyway, let us know if you've played against a, a sporting franchise. Raul Collingwood, in, <laughs> yeah, in the sport that they're not necessarily well known for. Do let us know. Talksport.com. Yeah. Text 81089, tweet TSH&J. Scott Minto, the former Chelsea and Charlton player. Yeah. Um, Scott, yesterday on, on uh, social media, on Twitter, he said, I think 19 years ago to the England beat Germany 5-1, he said... Is we it also- really 19 yeah. years? Oh, yeah. It's ridiculous. And, uh, I mean, it's great because it really killed German football, didn't it? They, oh, yeah. ne- they never really bounced back from that, did they? And it's all been gravy I've still for got us. a towel. Somebody produced a beach <clears throat> yes, towel. Yes, I've still got it. I've still it's got the, that beach the towel. 5-1 yeah, yeah, towel. That's right. It's a bit sad, really, isn't it? It wouldn't take on holiday to... Uh, to Spain or anything. It was a but anyway, idea at the time. It was. He said, and Scott says, 19 years ago the day England beat Germany, mm. but we also lost the best broadcaster there has been, and I lost my best ever next-door neighbour. Thinking of you, Brian Moore. Is it 19 years? Brian, wow. but Brian Moore uh, was Scott's next-door neighbour. What about that? Well, what, that what, is amazing. what were the chances uh, of that happening, I wonder? Yeah, I mean, he you probably know. saw him up at night. Brian had terrible insomnia. <laughs> Did he? What, yeah. Really? He did. Did he really? Brian Moore, the no, commentator. I remember when I first started doing this show, I, I did, you know, I was quite anxious. I did suffer from insomnia. I'm talking about the first couple of weeks. Mm. So one night I couldn't sleep and I thought, I'll read Brian's book. <clears throat> and Brian's book starts and he says, I haven't slept for 30 years. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Really? <laughs> Not helpful. <laughs>
<laughs> and I can never get over it. But a, a sort of celebrity neighbours, I thought, mm. might be a might yeah. be a, a rich seam. Who knows? But remember old mate James Brown, um, mm. a big Leeds fan, of course. Oh yeah, not he lived in the same road. I think he lived right opposite Sniffer Clark. Oh and really? Kickabouts in the street mm. with Alan Clark. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Hawksby and Jacobs uh, here on TalkSport. Uh, we, we mentioned earlier on Scott Minto, the former Chelsea Charlton player, of course, broadcaster, was uh, on social media yesterday saying that uh, it, it was uh, marking the passing 19 years ago of his uh, neighbour, the late great Brian Moore, the commentator. Mm. And um, we just wondered about any sort of celebrity neighbours. You've been weighing in with those. And uh, one of the TalkSport listeners was also telling us uh, how he had played cricket against Real Madrid and Barcelona when he lived in Spain. So we wondered if you'd taken on the stars at other sports uh, or indeed played against teams uh, in sports they're not really well known for. Uh, and this uh, comes from Vince Wilson, who is a former GB athlete, now running coach to Ronnie O'Sullivan. Okay. He said, I managed to beat the legend Michael Johnson, former World and Olympic 200 metre champion, at a game of pool in a hotel bar in Oslo. Oh, fair enough. Where I was due to compete in the uh, in the busy games that evening. What are that I played Cluedo with Ronnie Wood once, but I can't remember. Did you really? Yeah, many, many, If many I played Cluedo with Ronnie Wood, I'd know it was the candlestick in the conservatory. <laughs> it was Professor... I, I wouldn't... I'd, I'd, I'm talking I'd, about, I mean, you know, like 40... In what, in what circumstances did you play Cluedo we with hotel. Ronnie Wood? We were yeah. staying in a hotel. Yeah. And uh, Ronnie Just, okay. and the person he was with was yeah. staying in a hotel. And it was a small hotel. And you said, oh, fancy a game of Cluedo? Yeah. I think it was, you know, like in some of these hotels have board games for the, uh, you know, the Did guests. you know who he was or...? Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, and... So I did, okay. Yeah. How do you and approach was, a member of the Rolling Stones and say, fancy a game of Cluedo? I, I mean, think just... he may have been only in the small faces at that point. Oh, <laughs> that is a long... That is a long... Well, I'm talking, four, I'd say, 45 years ago. ago. He's in the faces, quite wasn't a long he? Time. Of course. So, don't expect so, me to remember the result. Okay. <laughs> All right, then we'll move on. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. You mentioned earlier on, Andy, I, I, I thought I knew everything about you. And I didn't know that you'd played Cluedo with Ronnie Wood. <laughs> yeah, he hasn't written in, has he? <laughs> no, no, Ronnie's not been in touch. Because um, he, he would remember. I, I, but I remember every detail of it. But but you don't. You just remember a game. Of, you don't know if you won or lost. Was it you and the missus versus him and his partner? Was yes, it? that's right. Yeah. Okay. And uh, fair enough. But uh, yeah. you can't remember. I, I do remember his partner, but it wouldn't be right to, to name her at oh. this stage. <laughs> oh, okay. Fair <laughs> Just in case you've got just your timeline. Well, you know, no. <laughs> you should have put one of his paintings on offer. If you know, if we win this, I want one of your, I want one of your paintings. Uh, Charlie Baker's been in touch, of course. Our yeah, old mate Charlie yeah. Baker, talk sport presenter, comedian, talkie fan. Mm. Although he keeps that quiet, generally. Doesn't let on, does he? Um, <laughs> Fisherman, angler. He's, he's, oh, yeah, new, new angler. He's, he's returned to it, hasn't he? Mm. He says, um, Stone Songs, Cluedo Stone Songs, paint it Dr. Black. I think we may, I think we may have exhausted that, Charlie. But thank you very much. He's back at the weekend, of course. Well and um, talking to playing games with the stars, our old mate Bill Burrows, uh, journalist, author. Hotel. Oh yeah, what, okay. It was the Mermaid Inn in Rye? Is that where you? Yeah, uh, oh yeah, Rye. Right. Very nice. Yeah, okay. Nice I only had, I've only been to Rye twice. Once was uh, there, and I played uh, Cluedo with Ronnie. When the other time was to meet. Uh, John Ryan, I think his name was. Yeah, he invented. He was the creator of Captain Pugwash. <laughs> we were thinking of getting Captain Pugwash on fantasy football, and I explored the possibilities of it, but it turned out to be quite. You know, he's not. He's tricky. not. He's not a real. He's not real. No, because, but I thought it'd be, well, neither was Basil, but we had him on. Oh yeah, well, Basil was a puppet. Um, you yeah. I mean, oh, you say we're going to have the, the cardboard cutout? Yeah, of... we're going to have the 
Pugwash. On, oh, on Pugwash. The yeah, okay. Sitting next to Stato, obviously. <laughs> that would have been fantastic. Never happened. But it was fascinating yeah. going down there and meeting him and seeing how they did it, him and his wife. Crackers, or I'll make crackers. He says, I'll oh, see Andy's Cluedo <laughs> versus Ronnie Wood and I'll raise him Trivial Pursuit with Norman Wisdom, Rod Hull and Rick Mail at the London Palladium. I'd, I'd, I'd want more details That's if you're going to... You've got to stand that up, Crackers, in what circumstances <laughs> are you having us on? There is a game of Trivial Pursuit yeah. we can tell you about, though. Bill mm. Burrows, uh, a journalist, author, City fan, a, yeah. a guest on the show on a regular basis. We did a feature in Goal Magazine and uh, Bill played Trivial Pursuit with three yeah. footballers. Kit Simons, then a Pompey. Barry Horn then of Everton and uh, Big Colin Hendry then of Blackburn. And they all had a game of uh, Trivial, of trivial yeah, Pursuit. Yeah. And B- Bill played along as well and we kind of recorded what happened. And uh, Barry, obviously, I think, wasn't he, he, he got a degree, hadn't he, in something? He, Russian or something? Yeah, no, no, he was Tony Galvin, you're thinking yeah, of. Right. But Barry, uh, uh, yeah. so I think... He's he, a very bright man. He was, he was, uh, was favourite. But there was a moment, I remember, in the game where um, the, the question was, what were the uh, first words that Neil Armstrong said? As he landed on the moon, and Colin Hendry said, "Well, well, I don't know." Said, well, <laughs> I don't they said, that. "Have a guess." <laughs> I'm sorry, I thought and that was he said, what he said. <laughs> "No, no, no." And his guess was, "Well, here we are then." <laughs> and Barry Orn said, "Near quarter of a million mile journey, treacherous journey," and that's the best he could come up with. Well, here we are then, like he'd been on a coach trip to real. But uh, I think Barry Horn won. <laughs> A spoiler alert. Anyway, thank you, Bill, for that. So if you if you play board games with the stars, um, we'll, we'll add that to the mix. That's Barry fairly... Venison, a university degree, and he hasn't got Barry one. Venison, Barry Horn. You've, you've given Barry Venison a degree <laughs> when he's not even Barry Venison. Wasn't you're he on, play? You're on fire. The boss wants to see you at two o'clock. <laughs> your dreams come to you. have broken your own dream, man. Hawksby and Jacobs here. Wasn't he the same player? No, they were different men. They so who was it? It was known. Barry Horn. Barry Horn, Colin Hendry. That's and, why we do don't ask other, me. And who was the other one? I just told you. Yeah, I just, no, just I never guess. Yes, have another guess. Who, who was it? Try, it who Barry was the Venison. third player? No, it was uh, hasn't got Kit Simons. Oh, Kit Simons. <laughs> Barry Benson hasn't got university. Literally <laughs> ten seconds ago, I said three names and he'd forgotten them all. I know, bad, uh, and Jacobs here on Talk Sport. Um, <laughs> and I shan't be back in the next Charlie, hour. Charlie, can, can you get a fast car? Charlie Baker, fast car to the... I'm not sure he's going to be here in the next hour. I, I can I can hold the fort for half an hour. We'll take calls on England's left-sided problem. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. Hawksby and Jacobs uh, here on TalkSport. Only I've got a little mystery voice quiz for oh, you. Yeah, it's only okay. a real quickie. There's not five grand in it for you, unfortunately. Oh, shame, yeah. uh, it's just for a bit of fun. But, uh, yeah. yeah, have a listen. Just have a listen to this. I don't think you'll find it difficult on the face of it. Have a listen to this and tell me who you think it is. Well, let me just put it straight to all the idiots out there who don't understand the fight game. Professional boxing, my record. I fought the best in Britain and Europe. It's Tyson Fury. It's not. It's his dad, John. Now, oh, really? How, wow. how much? What a similar voice. How? I mean, do you think about it, how much do you sound like your dad? Um, would you say? If, well, if I you, don't sound like my dad because he came from Yorkshire. Well, he sounded exactly, like that exactly. <laughs> but uh, that, did he really? So yeah. I, 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 I'm not. I'm not I'm tugging at the heartstrings. I never heard my dad speak. My dad mm. died when I was six months old. Yeah. So I never heard him speak. So I've got no idea what my dad sounded like. Which is uh, which no coward, a, I think. a source of regret. <laughs> yeah, he, pray, he could have done. Be great, wouldn't it, if he did? <laughs> I, well, I think working on the working on the railways. I doubt very much uh, as an engineer. I doubt very much whether he did talk like no he was also a referee he oh, did really? uh, he was amateur ref so That's the idea of him uh, I'm afraid you're booked old boy <laughs> be fantastic wouldn't it but uh, no yeah. so I, I wouldn't know but how many that is uncanny, who though. sounds as much like their uh, son or dad as that can you have a bit more can we have a little bit more of that Bill yeah. it's, it's uncanny isn't it yeah people say this and say that they're going to make up their own mind but I'm just saying you know Get your facts right and stop listening to fake news. The more you listen to you it, you think, people oh, slightly yeah. older now, than Tyson. Now, you've now, said now it, yeah. I've said it, but we're on First, the face of it. I would have definitely yeah. said that, yeah. Amazing, but isn't my it? My boys sound like, um, on, the, on the phone, people can't tell the difference between us. Well, the two, the, yeah. what, you and them. Or yeah. The, and the, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, very, look, maybe, this, voices, but maybe yeah. it's, more common, it's more common than you think. So there mm. we are. Uh, anyway, that was it, Andy. I've just, I've, I mean, well, whatever you said, I found it quite, found it quite me. I, thought, yeah, I just, I, I heard John on the telly, and I thought, blimey, that's. I, was, I heard him, and it I looked good. up, thinking it was Tyson. There, there was his dad basically doing yeah, yeah. A, a, a brilliant impression of him. And have you seen this bloke um, who goes around rating benches? <laughs> no, I haven't. I, I, I'd love to. Have, I bet about, he's fun to have a pint with. No, they wrote about him in the Sun today. He's, he's got an Instagram, and he just basically tries out. He he really takes it seriously. He tries benches all over the country, yeah. and he, he sort of reviews them. But he's he a high court he judge. It, no, no, he does <laughs> it with a kind of twinkle. But it's okay. It's a strange hobby, but the sort of thing that would go viral. So people people really like it. So would you do uh, you, you, if you did have a pint with him? He'd give you his top ten benches yeah, around the do, country. Yeah, yeah, Why don't we get him on? I, 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 <laughs> I quite like I quite like the sound of him. <laughs> it's a slow day. More planning news with Sir Alex Ferguson. Oh, okay. We we're going to need the jingle. In a minute. Okay. While, while Bill gets the jingle, yeah. while Bill gets it, let me ask you a question Andy right um how big do you think the biggest rabbit is in the world <laughs> now it's not strictly a sports question but I mean I was quite interested in this um there's a species of giant rabbit isn't there I've, I've seen this before yeah but I couldn't tell the, you the continental giant 
and they're called the Continental, really? apparently. Yeah. Um, it's Darius is the current. The reason I bring this up is that there is a one in uh, Stoke on Trent. The X Factor. There's one. No, not that one. Yeah. It wasn't a rabbit. Yeah. Uh, but there's one in Stoke on Trent called Dave, who is it's it? being claimed is bigger than the, the current world record holder, Darius. But um, how tall uh, would you say a, a, a rabbit could get? Three foot. Okay. Well, think. Have another guess. <laughs> six foot. No, not six foot. That's that's the film with Jimmy Stewart, isn't it? Really, <laughs> Harvey. But uh, or yeah, um, he played for the Lakers. He's tremendous. Yeah, he's six seven foot seven. trees. The only rabbit to play for the Lakers. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know. No, Dave is four foot. Really? Imagine that. Imagine coming. He had a few pints, and they, he gets out in the garden, and you look over the fence. There's a four foot rabbit standing. You'd get there. a bit of a shock. Johnny Darko situation, as Glenn would call it, <laughs> and nearly four stone. Nearly four stone. That is, that's a lot of that, rabbit that pie. Is, that is well. That's not the way you look at it, really, for all the animal lovers out there. But I was quite shocked. I was quite shocked. Anyway, did you know that? Oh, yeah. when he, just very briefly, oh, as yes. we're doing mad facts. Oh yeah. And because you said to me, "What's Dave the rabbit got to do with sport?" Although I think he is in yeah. some sense. That uh, Winnie the Pooh is banned in China. Yeah. Because he walks in a certain way, and there's a fear that Chinese readers will make a misleading comparison between President Xi's gait and the bear's waddle. <laughs> that sounds really mad. Pre- President Xi's gait and the bear's waddle. That's, that's great. <laughs> President Xi's gait, latest edition. Do you know that he earns... I don't know why I've got all this information about him. He, earns, he said to earn President, around... President Xi does. Yeah, $22,000 a year, about £16,000, even though he's got a personal fortune in the region of £1.5 Yeah. And put his daughter through It's a bit like Vladimir Putin. He doesn't... I mean, his salary's quite low, but I think, <laughs> I, he's, I think he's got a few quid by all accounts. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, I suppose the only thing of the, the, the big rabbit, Dave the big rabbit from Stoke-on-Trent, mm. is if, if he was used in greyhound racing... I mean, as soon as basically they opened the traps and he began, stand, back off. The old greyhound saying, I'm, I'm not getting I'm near not chasing him. him. I'm not chasing him. He's four foot tall. Anyway, briefly, Bill, are we ready? Yeah, we're ready, yeah. Planning news. Well, this is the second one involving Sir Alex in recent weeks on oh, a yeah. similar basis. Hmm. Uh, Sir Alex Ferguson may have found to his annoyance that it's not only football that is a game of two halves, right? The Times. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes, no sooner had the former Manchester United manager lost one planning battle hmm. than he was fighting another proposed development near wow. his home in Cheshire. Blimey. So, yes, he's objected to plans to demolish a property on the road in which he lives and replace it with two houses. He's failed to convince the uh, Cheshire East Council to block plans by his neighbour to build a house house to replace their existing home. Sir Alex is one of several residents opposing the proposal mm. and describing the latest plan as astonishing. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 you might be <laughs> forgiven for thinking he's serious. become a bit of a nimby, but what happens is, if yeah. generally... Uh, yeah, uh, probably uh, other people. Yeah, yeah, a community of people oppose it and probably someone from yeah. uh, the person who organises that locally yeah. is the one that complains and he puts his name to it. Yeah. So I, mean, I don't think he's outside picketing. <laughs> Is he really? I wouldn't. I would be surprised. I mean, he's just part of a bunch of people that don't want that going on uh, down the road. Anyway, um, we did ask you about uh, living near the stars, and um, Warren, the Millwall fan, says, I was born at home in a flat in Walthamstow 50 years ago, and the Herlock family lived above. There's your really? sitcom okay. pilot, yeah. Terry, Terry and the family. Yeah. But uh, you'd never complain about the noise, I'm guessing. No, probably really, not. with Terry and the family, but thank you very much for that, uh, Warren. And and uh, what else have we got? 
Um, in the late 80s, my dad went to live and work in Malta, says Paul, a uh, Swansea fan from Morven. He played a bit of cricket at the Malta Cricket Club, which was essentially expats. Oh, when yeah. we arrived uh, one summer, there was a Mediterranean tournament on and I was roped in to make up the numbers for the local team. Uh, I managed to score 40 in one game against Milan. Oh, this really? was off the back of uh, the TalkSport listener who told us he played cricket. Not David Milan. No, not David <laughs> Milan, who played cricket against Real Madrid and Barcelona while living in Spain. We didn't even know they had cricket yeah. teams. So uh, thank you very much for that, Paul. TalkSport.com, text 8 to I was David Milan and I had a son or even a daughter. I'd call her Alexa Claudia or something. Like that. So it'd be AC Milan. You think, okay, Quite yeah, good. yeah. Oh, that's what I'd do. Would you really? Yeah. Okay, fancy saddling that on your kids. Andy, based breaking news, Andy told us earlier on he played uh, Cluedo with uh, Ronnie Wood. That was, that's was that been the big story from that our point of view today. News. Yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> we should have done the jingle, really. Okay. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport Clips of the Week. Well, kind of, because, uh, as we've told you before, some old mini-discs emerged. The great lost tapes, apparently. Marvelous. They were from 2006, and yeah. uh, our producer has been uh, putting them together for us and writing fresh introductions to these clips. <laughs> Sweeping we... through the ones we can't possibly yeah, play this, now. Uh, yeah, time to, very different times, I think. <laughs> there is one, maybe. Um, no, we can't possibly no. play it, do you? There's a few. Um, but, yeah. anyway. but anyway, um, we, these apparently, you know, he's the arbiter, so uh, it's his fault. If it all goes wrong, <laughs> but uh, he's comfortable with these and he's quite woke, so I oh, think we're fair. Woke. I think we're fair. I think we're on <laughs> fairly safe ground. So um, we start with the former Spurs and Brighton defender Gary Stevens talking England. What I would like to say about the the general makeup of the England squad is that the squad is made up of footballers. There we are. Can't Good argue old Gaz. <laughs> yeah, you can't argue with that. This is Alan Brazil now with uh, far too many numbers. That's really hurt me, them emails, I'm telling you. Two minutes before eight o'clock, back tomorrow, four minutes past six. Keep it on 10.89, 10.54. I think it was 10.53, wasn't it? You're going to start, you, you always got bad reception when you listened to it. It was a slight whistle. Uh, here's Andy Townsend taking a call. Hello, John, you're all right, mate. Hi, Andy. How you doing? Sorry, John, you've been waiting a long time and we've been yeah, trying to get to you. How you doing? All right. Yeah, I'm fine, I'm fine. I just need a favour from you, lads. I need to find out if there's anywhere in Scotland, um, anywhere in Somerset that's on the Scottish game. <laughs> Very specific <laughs> request, isn't it? I th- think he found a place in Bridgewater that had the highlights. <laughs> George Galloway now, talking of Scotland, introducing a very surprising caller. Let's go to Teresa. Mother Teresa in Motherwell. Really? <laughs> what was she doing? Mother Teresa. I don't know if she, she, she left Calcutta, did she? <laughs> she did a lot of great work in Motherwell. She went to, it was her best work she went, she went to Motherwell. She had a season ticket, I think, at one point, yeah. Our much-missed former cricket correspondent, the great Jack Bannister, now with some shock news. South Africa bowled out for 108, and Patel, the young off-spinner, he's just turned one. <laughs> what, a, what a talent he is for a boy of that age. That's amazing, isn't it? And happy birthday to him. Staying with Jack, here he is outdoing even Henry VIII. Because in nine balls, England conceded more extras than India did in their entire bowling stint. We've already had eight wives. Eight wives? <laughs> yeah, we are outdoing Henry VIII. Uh, here's Terry Christian uh, presenting kickoff with Mickey Quinn and taking a call. 
We've got uh, Tony, he's a Spurs fan who's reading. Uh, hiya, Sp- hiya, Tony, you're on Talk Sport. Tony. Hello, Tony. And what are you reading? No, I'm in Reading. <laughs> you knew that was coming, didn't you? What are you reading, Tony? Oh, that's uh, very this good. Is a, this is an odd combination. This is Jason Cundy and Mike Parry talking about Greek football. Greeks Greece. are very keen on their football. You go back to Greece as a failing footballer. I'm telling you what, mate, you get that Kalamatasari all over your head the minute you get off the plane. <laughs> Kalamatasari? I mean, which strange Greek food stuff? I mean, imagine him being bundled into a car in Mykonos. They wouldn't be very happy, would they? Did he mean terrible salad? I've got no idea. Sticking with Mr. Parry. <laughs> Well, I mean, you could go and support um, Milton Dean, uh, Milton Don's King. Uh, Mil- <laughs> <laughs> Milton Dean Don's Kings. You certainly could go and support them, but you know who the heck they were. Now, here's Jason again with a famous sporting phrase. You know, the more, yeah, the, the, the better you are, I think, the luckier you are. I think there's a, it's one of the cricket golfers that said that. Is it John Player that said that? Was it? Yeah. John Player, <laughs> the cigarette manufacturer. Yeah, John Player said, "The better you are, the luckier you are." That's what it was. Yeah. Graham Beecroft now uh, going a bit Steve McLaren. Uh, I remember a time when there was a massive anticipation of a Beckham free kick. Anticipation, pay <laughs> for me. And finally, it's John Gaunt. Because I don't believe in this nonsense about oh, footballers are meant to be role models. They're not. They're meant to be footballers first and foremost. First and four play. <laughs> Here we are, it's a Freudian slip. So, uh, there we are. There were some clips of the midweek, all being well. A lot of that has to do mm. with you, of course. We'll have a fresh batch on uh, Wednesday. I'd say my standout there was, uh, what are you reading? I'm in Reading. Because I think it was the comic timing, really, <laughs> yeah. of the caller. I think it he did it, very, he did it beautifully. Good, yeah. So, uh, there we are. More clips of the midweek uh, next Wednesday, as we say, and some fresh clips. This Friday, the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. Hawksby and Jacobs uh, here on TalkSport. Andy, uh, you a bit like me having seen your handwriting. Not great. Not great at all. No, that's uh, very true. Scrawn. So I think you'd struggle to write a book longhand, wouldn't you, really, and for people to... (laughs) People would struggle to to read it. By the hieroglyphics, (laughs) effectively. But not true of our next guest, Andy Hamilton. Um... If you go and check out a sample of, uh, of his hand, oh, it's, it's a it's it's it's, it's a like the old scorecard in the cricket when it used to be on the BBC and the bloke used to handwrite it. Yeah, people who remember that. Well, Andy has uh, written uh, a new book um, called uh, Longhand, and he's written it in longhand, three thousand pages, he thinks, including the revisions. <laughs> And uh, with his hand in a bowl of soapy water, no doubt, he joins us now. <laughs> good afternoon, Andy. Oh, good afternoon. Yeah, the book's not 3,000 pages long. <laughs> the book's about 340. But, uh, yeah, probably across all the rewrites I wrote, um, about 3,000 pages. Wow. Yeah. And it hasn't got scribbles in it. I haven't got, if you made a mistake, you, would you then have to rewrite the whole page? Or? Well, what I did was it was inspired by... Um, I mean, you know, first and foremost, it's a cracking story. I hope that, that I've had in my brain mm. for many years. And I'd also had the idea of of actually publishing a book in handwriting because everything I do, I do longhand. Every script I've ever written, I've done longhand and, and then someone has typed it up. But I, I, I'd had this uh, this notion of, of doing it that way. And then I went to see, um, I was in the British Library and I saw this letter by Queen Elizabeth I where she was explaining to her courtiers that if it was all the same to them, she would choose who she married or whether she married. And it was written in this beautiful italics. But as she got more and more worked up, 
there were more and more crossings out and you could see a state of mind. So <laughs> in places in the novel, I do use that as a sort of narrative tool because the, the novel takes the form of a letter that a man has written uh, to his partner to explain why he's had to abandon her. And he's, he's an extraordinary man with an extraordinary story. And he's had to, uh, he's had to leave so she's, because she's in danger. Um, so I thought occasionally I use the crossings out as a kind of narrative device. Okay, it's, uh, it's in a, it's a, say it's a kind of calligraphic style. Is that a word? I would guess it is. Yes, uh, it, calligraphy. It, yeah, yeah, exactly. I suppose it must be mm. as an extension of that. But it, it is. It's you've you've used. It's great, isn't it? It's like when, when people make an album, you want to know what guitars they've played. You use forty-three barrel italic pens <laughs> wow. uh, for, yeah. for the purists <laughs> out there. But have, yeah. you, have you always had great handwriting, Andy? Is this, is uh, it, you work hard at it. I've always had fairly neat handwriting, mm. but it's evolved over the years. And, um, I mean, that's my kind of Sunday best handwriting, if you know what I mean. It's uh, partly because the character who's who's writing the letter, Malcolm Galbraith, you, he's quite a fussy Scotsman, so you feel he would write neatly. Uh, but that the way that writing evolved was I, was, I think I was copying my brother, Hmm. My my older brother Pete um, is a draftsman, was a draftsman, and he always had beautiful italic uh, writing. So I kind of copied him. It wasn't what we were taught at school, you know. It was, um, I mean, it's not proper italics, you know. It's it's uh, it's my sort of slightly more legible version. You know? hmm. Reading uh, about the book and everything that, and about yourself, it says, uh, pledge to help a man who doesn't use a mobile phone and isn't keen on the internet to get a book published in Log- Longhand for the very first time, which you've now done, of course. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, so you're not, you're a bit of a t- t- technophobe? I suppose I'm, I am, yeah, I'm not a tech, mm. I, don't know, I don't know if I'm phobic, <laughs> but <laughs> okay. I choose not to, not to engage with quite a lot of, uh, of, of modern inventions, yeah, just partly because I mean, I spend a lot of time kind of daydreaming. You know, that is part of my job. Mm. You know, daydreaming and thinking things up and stories and stuff. And I just find that having a mobile, you know, the world never leaves you alone. You know, it's why. I mean, this has been great for me, lockdown, because you know, before people might have thought I was just a bit offhand and <laughs> aloof. And but now that's socially responsible. <laughs> yeah. so, but, I mean, I just don't. That was really why I've avoided uh, the 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 mobile phone. But I mean, you know, one of the write-ups sort of portrayed it slightly as a kind of me rebelling against technology. Well, it, it's it's not that. It's because uh, I'm I'm not mad enough to think I can stand uh, in front of the march of uh, the digital age. But it was more. I thought this this might be a good moment to write something in handwriting because it's it's so unusual now for mm. us to receive a letter in handwriting and there's something very personal and intimate about it. I see there is a Kindle edition, Andy. How does that work? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> it's in my handwriting. It's scanned, I suppose. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, um, uh, yeah, yeah, it'll be a slightly different experience. Mm. In that it won't feel quite so much like a letter, yeah. I suppose, as the as the hardback of longhand would. But um, no, I mean, uh, there's all sorts of paradoxes. I mean, <laughs> you know, one one of the problems with an idea like that, because it's a slightly mad idea, you've got to find a slightly mad publisher. Hmm. And I found one, you know, in um, in Unbound, 
um, but they use technology to uh, you know to forward finance production of books by getting people to pledge on the internet yeah. so you know I, I, I'm very happy to use modern technologies when it suits me <laughs> Is it, it's out tomorrow we understand is that right it's published tomorrow yeah, yeah, yeah awesome. uh, it's had some nice reviews and uh, Stephen Fry praised it as uniquely brilliant so that's yeah I know nice. that's that's that was very nice um mm. Yeah, no, so, uh, yeah, it's out tomorrow, and um, I don't know, I haven't been in any bookshops. I'm, I'm ashamed <laughs> to say I haven't been in any bookshops, but it should be uh, in bookshops, and or or you can get it from Unbound, yeah. Publisher, or, or Amazon, or any of that lot, I suppose. Absolutely, yeah, called Longhand. Just before we let you go, we should talk a bit of Chelsea. Are you excited about them? I mean, they've done a fair bit of business. As Andy often, Andy Jacobs, a long time, he often says they just really spent the money that they've been they've been hoarding since the the ban and the sale of Hazard. So, are you excited by the business they've done? Uh, I suppose, so. to be honest with you, and this is going to sound really sad. I just find it hard to get excited in general at the moment because, you know, it's good that games are happening mm. because it, it's important mm. that something is happening. But I don't know about you, but they, none of it quite feels real. You know, watching the cup final, I wasn't gutted when we lost to Arsenal because it somehow felt like a dream, you know, <laughs> so it's quite... But, yeah, I've been looking forward to seeing the new players, yeah. Yeah, yeah I me mean, of course we want fans back, there's no question. So uh, yeah. hopefully that will happen. Fingers good. crossed. Um Andy, good to talk to you. Best of luck with the book. Thanks very Thank much. You. Thank you very much. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. So uh, there we are. So it's an interesting what other dreams do you have? Do you only have a Really? Just the usual ones? Just the usual erotic ones? Do you want to share those with us tomorrow? No, definitely don't. <laughs> no one wants to hear that. Okay. Well, look, we'll catch up with you tomorrow. Thanks very much for uh, listening. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project... There's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 